BVC Direct is a space created for you to learn more about the Bolsa de Valores and its valuable work within and alongside the Colombian capital markets as they move forward together. Please subscribe in order not to miss any of our content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of BBC Direct. A very happy new year to one and all. With me today is Juan Pablo Cordoba, the president of the Bolsa de Valores, who's going to try and help me look into the future and as to what 2023 may hold for the Colombian markets. Juan Pablo, happy new year and welcome. Hi, Rupert. Thank you very much. And hello to everyone. Happy new year to all. So question to begin with. 2022 was a complicated year for Colombia as a country, but inflation issues, the elections, of course, and no year is simple as such for Colombia. But on a top-down basis, how do you see things going into 2023? Um, I'm actually quite optimistic about 2023. Um, I guess in contrast to 2022, I think in 2022 we had an overshooting from the uh, elections and the, I guess, uh, political uncertainty uh, coming out of uh, the new administration. But I think as, as time has gone by, uh, things have uh, been calming down. Uh, and I actually think that uh, interest rates should begin to come down towards the second quarter of this year. And I think that'll be a good, a good sign both for the economy and for the market. And particularly, I'm, I'm quite optimistic for the fixed income market uh, for this year. We had very bad, or, or let's say very uh, limited new issuance of corporate bonds last year. And I, uh, I think that we're going to see a resumption of a corporate bond issuance this year. We'll have a good year in the fixed income market, and that should drive the mood for, for the market in general. Okay, you already touched on it somewhat. In terms of we're looking at a better year in Colombia, as you mentioned, inflation will start coming down, rates will come down, et cetera. In terms of the, the exchange itself, 2022 is a, a good year. Uh, and with the caveat that you don't have a crystal ball in front of you, what kind of year are you seeing for within the traditional capital markets uh, here in Colombia? Yeah, well, we, we had a good year in terms of uh, revenues and overall performance of the exchange, despite the fact that liquidity in the markets were uh, was uh, really affected in the second half of the year. So as liquidity comes back to the market, which we hope will happen throughout throughout this uh, 2023, we think the numbers of the exchange will be uh, much better. And as I mentioned, I think the, the first uh, let's say traditional market to come back uh, in force would be the fixed income market uh, with new issuance from the corporate sector and more liquidity into the both corporate and uh, government bond market. And I think it's, I think it's still fair to say on the equity market assets are explained even though the pace has bounced somewhat. I think assets has remained very very cheap in the equity market on a dollar basis for sure. No. Absolutely, absolutely. I think the there's a problem of valuation. There's a lack of demand. Uh, from domestic participants in the equity market, and that's driving the, the lower liquidity and the and the prices. But I think that as uh, again, as global liquidity uh, reshuffles around the world uh, with the interest rate signals and uh, and uh, more uh, risk on uh, environment towards the middle of the year, uh, I think the equity market is uh, uh, possibly going to have a, a good year in terms of price performance. But we believe that the liquidity should also start coming back. Okay, that's good to hear. Sticking with the exchange itself, uh, moving on from traditional products, what areas do you see in terms of new opportunities, new products that we're working with? Yeah, absolutely. We we, we couldn't launch the uh, Ascenso Equities, so it's the SME equity market uh, last year. 
uh, we're in the final stages of getting um, superintendencia approval. So hopefully in the first quarter of this year, we'll, we'll be able to launch and have one or two issues uh, in this uh, first half of the year. Uh, I think that will be a very, very important uh, add-on uh, or addition to the, to the market where we don't have uh, equity offerings for the lower, lower-sized uh, companies. So I think that uh, this is something that has been uh, in the works for, for many, many years, and I think it will be a, a good news for, for the market. There's a lot of enthusiasm from the entrepreneur sector, the, the new uh, fintechs and, and, and that type of companies that are really looking into this as a, great, as a great opportunity. We will continue to see interest in the Mercado Global, which is the possibility for Colombians to invest uh, uh, overseas in Colombia, in Colombian pesos, but diversify their portfolios internationally. Uh, there's a lot of interest and, and we saw a lot of interest last year that should continue this year. And we hope to uh, continue to add products uh, to that Mercado Global. And uh, we're with big expectations for the uh, uh, government PES uh, ETF, uh, which hopefully will launch between the first and second quarters of this year. And uh, that should be a good uh, also product for the retail investor in, in Colombia, having access to the, to the uh, Colombian test. And if we see a rally in the test uh, towards the second half of the year, I think the timing will be perfect. Yeah, I think on the I think on the ETF fixed income, there's a lot of expectation uh, waiting around for that. So that'll be an exciting development for sure. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, Gustavo Petro was well up until today in Chile and discussing regional integration with his with the group down there. For the BBC, we've got our own integration plans for the three exchanges: Chile, Peru, and Colombia, of course. What's the next step in the process, and what should the integration look like by the end of 2023? Okay, we uh, again the time the timeline for that has been uh, displaced a bit, uh, unfortunately for uh, you know the preparatory reasons uh, for for filing in in the with the regulator in Chile. But the, the good news is uh, that by the end of the year we were able to create the new company that is going to be the absorbing company uh, of of the three of the three exchanges. So that. Uh, should go to the regulator in Chile uh, this week or next week for, for approval. We'll wait for that, uh, I hope, uh, I guess uh, a couple of months. Uh, and then with that, we can do the merger immediately after that. So uh, hopefully in this first quarter, we'll have a lot of progress in that, in that, uh, in that um, integration process. And that will set the tone for what will happen in the rest of the year. Depending on when the uh, final merger takes place, we will initiate the integration process both discussing with the regulators the changes in the regulation and also uh, adapting all the technology uh, for us to create the single market which we hope to launch in 2024. So we will have uh, the merged companies uh, this year for sure uh, by the end of 2023 and uh, more clarity I think to market participants about the time timeline of the integration and when the integrated market will launch. Yeah I think such delays would be expected I mean, I think people easily forget that this with what's being attempted here is something is, is almost unprecedented so you know I think it's I think these slight holdups are definitely to be expected um, but things seem to be moving in the right direction which is good news uh, finally for 2023 what's one thing in particular or two if you care to that makes you feel optimistic going into 2023 that's the first part of the question and then what's one thing that keeps you awake at night what what yeah. what is you? Okay, as I as I said at the beginning, I'm I'm relatively optimistic about 2023, and I would mention two things. One uh, we already talked about. I think inflation should start to to 
to to come down and that will help then interest rates come down and that should be uh, good news for the markets in general and from the risk appetite uh, around the world and that should favor emerging markets and in particular uh, Colombia um, and the other element I think is that the government has actually done a good job in putting forward a very responsible fiscal plan for two, uh, for 2023. I think part of the uncertainty and of the overshooting that we saw last year was a lot about uncertainty about the fiscal behavior of the government, whether they were going to do with the tax reform, what they were going to do with the expenditure, et cetera. And they published in December a very reasonable and responsible fiscal plan, which I think will be a good, uh, let's say, uh, backstage for what's going to come in, two, in 2023. For, uh, for the markets. Uh, in that plan, there's a reduction in the deficit. That's, uh, it will generate a, a primary surplus uh, in the government, which is uh, great news. I think it's the first time in like five years that we have a primary surplus in the, in the, in the fiscal accounts. And the net addition to domestic debt in the tax market will actually be negative. So uh, the payment of uh, capital and interest will be bigger than what they will be issuing as new debt. So I think this this is definitely a step in the right direction of reducing um, uh, government debt, uh, which is something that uh, all market participants are looking for. So I think that the two elements combine perfectly for, for the backstage of a good year in the financial markets. And what worries you? In terms of concerns, the only concern I would have is the pension reform. I think that there's there's been very few, very little information about uh, what they're going to do. The, the intentions are clear, but uh, we need to see the we need to see the uh, actual proposal of the pension reform. I think that if the pension reform, uh, like the uh, tax reform, comes out of the, I mean, the proposal comes out very aggressive and then is moderated and and uh, a convergence to something reasonable takes place, then actually the pension reform could be could be a a positive. Uh, development for the market but right now with the little information that we have is the only concern that i would have uh, for 2023 and for colombia in general yeah i think i'd share that view i think transparency around the pension reform is definitely needed hopefully it comes out as you say uh, better than we expect and then on top of that yeah i'll share your view i think 2023 is going to be an interesting and a positive year for colombia because of the same factors you mentioned well that is about it um bringing to the end this latest edition of bbc direct um, as you can see, it's going to be a busy year in Colombia, or it seems to be. Juan Pablo, many, many thanks for your time as ever. No, many thanks to you and, and happy to chat. Uh, and let's hope that uh, your crystal ball is correct and that things uh, uh, progress, as we were saying. And uh, hopefully, as the year progresses, we will start seeing a, lo a lot of that uh, consolidating. So thank you very much and I uh, hope to see you uh, sometime soon. Okay, and to all of those listening, I hope it's been both informative and useful. Until next time, from BBC Direct, goodbye.